Welcome to the Done Waiting Podcast, where you ditch when I lose weight thinking for good with your host, body acceptance coach, Hannah Mia. Hello. Right. So today I want to talk to you about permission. And when I say permission, I mean the permission that we give ourselves to live the lives that we want in the bodies that we have, right? So I want to start by talking about my relationship with travel and weight, because I think this is a really good Um, way to demonstrate how this shows up in practice so I love to travel but I have definitely been guilty of only letting myself travel at lower weights in the past I used to have this real dread of traveling fat and some of that is totally legitimate I mean plain seats (laughs) trying to dress for hot weather and covering up like weight restrictions on certain activities I mean, it's funny because I still think a lot about whether or not I would fit in a roller coaster seat. And um, I think about that way more than I should, given how rarely the opportunity to go on a roller coaster presents itself to me. Um, and honestly, being uncomfortable on a plane is one of the things that really sticks with me um, in terms of like genuine reasons that I would like to lose weight, by which I mean reasons that aren't reflective of like self-loathing or shame but are just practical things that I would like to ideally not have to deal with flying is grim enough without having bruised thighs from the armrest sticking into your seats right digging into your seats digging into you (laughs) so anyway I've gone on holiday a lot in my life and I've done two big kind of extended solo trips one for four months, one for six months. And for both of those trips, I lost a shit ton of weight before I went on them. They became the focus of my weight loss efforts. I used the trip as like a deadline to lose as much weight as possible before, right? And I am okay with some of the reasons that I lost weight for those trips, like wanting to fit onto a roller coaster, wanting to ride horses, wanting to skydive. Did you know that there is a really low um, weight limit for skydiving? It's 14 stone. I mean, that must exclude so many people. Anyway, uh, and then like wanting to be fitter so I could do big hikes and like physically demanding activities. And obviously I know that you don't need to be thin to be fit, but I think that for a long time, I put the two things in my head together. And when I was losing weight, I was also working out a lot. So I was getting fitter. Anyway, there were some other things there's some other reasons that I wanted to lose weight for traveling that I'm not okay with. Um, I'm not okay with the fact that a lot of it was just fear of humiliation, that I thought that it would be shameful to be seen in like a wetsuit if I was fat, or that I thought people would think it was ridiculous of me to be attempting some of the more kind of active things I wanted to do as a fat person. And if I'm honest, because the two trips that I'm talking about were solo trips, The number one thing above all the worries I had that I might miss out on like doing certain activities or whatever was my belief that people wouldn't want to talk to me if I was fat. I thought that I would be a social pariah, that people wouldn't want to be my friend, that I would spend six months not talking to anyone because no one wants to talk to a fat girl. And so... I know that when my resolve wavered on those diets prior to this, the trips that I took, it was that thought that kept me on the diets. 
It was the thought that I was unacceptable and unworthy of people's respect and friendship in the body I was in that kept me going and kept me focused on being thin for those trips. And I am not okay with the with those reasons to lose weight. Like now, knowing what I know, having done the work I've done, those are not acceptable to me. If I was losing weight now, those would not be acceptable justifications. I wouldn't be letting my mind go there. Anyway, that's a bit of a tangent, but um, I felt like it was kind of important to talk about because I think that a lot of us have this experience of thinking that we have to lose weight to like travel or whatever. Anyway, I had the best time on those trips. I would, as an aside, strongly recommend solo travel to anyone if you haven't done it. Not only is it just a lot of fun, but it's like a shortcut to self-development. You grow so much when you are truly alone and having to stare down all your own shit without the distractions of your normal life and other people that you know around you. And the really freeing thing is that even though you meet other people while you travel, you don't fall into being who you think other people expect you to be because these people don't know you. So they don't know like who you've established yourself as in your life. Anyway, see, let's get back to body image though. (laughs) So here's what happened from a body image perspective on those trips. Um, I actually let go of a lot of my hangups on those trips. I was so busy living my life, you know, like properly living it, doing really amazing things, Uh, meeting new people, just being really busy and in the moment that there are huge spades of time where I completely forgot about my body, Um, which is really what I want for you now. It's largely how I live now, but it's not how I lived at the time. So it was really freeing to experience that. And actually with my body image work, a um, a lot of how I knew it was possible to not think about my body all the time was because I had experienced it by accident when I had been traveling so like I knew it was possible um and so that's just a great thing to know that that's possible to like have that there to remember that it's possible so that you know that what you're working towards is actually achievable um and so while I'd lost a lot of weight before these trips I still felt fat I still wasn't like the goal weight that I had in mind Um, And I was still like occasionally aware of being the fattest person in the room. I still felt a bit sick when I had to put on a wetsuit, you know, like that anxiety that maybe none of them would fit me. Um, But it just felt way less significant when I was living my life like really fully um, every day. And also backpacking is great for letting go of some of that stuff because no one really cares what they look like when they're backpacking. No one's wearing makeup or doing their hair and everyone is wearing like the same three very practical outfits on rotation. Um, But the overall impact of losing weight before doing these trips was that I started to believe that my enjoyment of those trips was because I had lost weight. All my favorite travel memories now come complete with photos of me that are half the size I am now. So not only do I remember like the great thing I was doing and how much fun it was and like I'm looking at the beautiful scenery and all this stuff, I'm also getting that little pang of, God, I wish I still looked like that. And the problem is when you only give yourself permission to live the life you want when you're thin, 
you lose the true relationship between cause and effect between like you know whether being thin or being fat is the reason I didn't have a great time on those trips because I was thin I let myself have a great time because I believed that it was okay to have a great time when I was thin does that make sense I gave myself permission to enjoy my life because I thought I was an acceptable weight. I'll never know what those trips would have been like if I was fat because I wasn't fat on them. But I'm betting that if I had gone in with the exact same attitude and energy and the only difference had been my size, I probably would have had basically the same trip and basically the same amount of fun. I don't actually think that my travel friends were shallow dickheads who wouldn't have liked me if I was fat. I don't actually think that I would have had to compromise many, like on many of the things that I wanted to do if I had been fat. But I also know that I would have been very different on those trips if I hadn't lost weight. I would have felt less comfortable putting myself out there with new people. I probably would have told myself I was too fat to do certain things and missed out on them. And this is why permission is so important. One of the number one things we do as fat people is revoke permission to do certain things or to be a certain way because of our bodies. And in the process, we create this really skewed story of our lives and the reality of being fat. I could very easily look at my adult life and say, well, I only have fun traveling when I'm thin. I could probably actually say, well, I only have fun full stop when I'm thin, because that's been the only time I've let myself enjoy traveling or have fun. It's got nothing to do with how my weight impacts my enjoyment of travel and everything to do with the fact that I haven't traveled very much as a fat person because I've made myself lose weight to qualify for travel. Like I've given myself some like entrance requirement to get on a plane (laughs) that I have superimposed on myself. No one else has made me do that. And this is true of so many things in our lives. If we only give ourselves permission to do certain things at a certain size, we build this library of evidence that those things are weight dependent, right? So if you only date when you're thin, then you'll be walking around thinking no one fancies you when you're fat. If you only exercise when you're thin, then you'll be telling, you'll be thinking that like your body is incapable of movement when you're fat. If you only try new things when you're thin, then you'll be telling yourself that it's boring being fat. And none of that is true. You're making it true. But yeah, it's really boring being fat if you're not letting yourself do anything fun. Like if you're waiting to be thin to do anything interesting. Um, And if you're like refusing to meet new people or date people, then how do you know if people fancy you or not when you're fat? Like, anyway. You are giving or revoking permission to live the way you really want based on your body. And over time, that creates the evidence you use to beat yourself up with. You tell yourself that certain things are just off limits to you as a fat person, that you have to lose weight to do certain things, that having a small, boring, kind of like treading water existence is all you can hope for as a fat person. And that if you want access to like a fuller, happier, bigger life, then you have to lose weight for it, right? 
And that feels very, very true because you've made it true. You've created that life. You're, you're making yourself tread water as a fat person and then telling yourself that it's your body's fault, not the fact that you have certain thoughts about your body and that you're placing certain restrictions on your life based on the thoughts you have about your body. <sighs> so in my example, I know I could go backpacking at this size, the size I am right now, and have fun. But also, there is a little voice in the back of my head telling me that it wouldn't be as much fun if I wasn't thin. Because that's the only point of reference I have. The only times that I have like traveled solo or like traveled long term, I've been thin. That is my reference point for those things. I don't know what it would be like fat. And so there's like a bit of fear that maybe it wouldn't be as good. <laughs> we rob ourselves of proof that it's possible to be happy fat by refusing to give ourselves permission to live a full life as a fat person. We are so scared that it's not possible, that we're gonna embarrass ourselves or that we're gonna waste an opportunity that we will just not do the thing when we're fat. We'll tell ourselves we'll do it next year when we're thin. So today, I want you to ask yourself, to give yourself permission to do something that you think is only for the thin version of you. So it could be anything. It can be like booking an exercise class, going on a date, buying a nice dress, booking a holiday, going swimming, applying for a new job, like whatever. It can be big or small. It can be public or private. It can be free or expensive. I don't care what it is. I want you to start building evidence that the things that you want the full experience of life isn't contingent on your body. And to start to see that you have created that narrative that it's about your body by the selective way that you give yourself permission to live rather than because your body is actually a defining part of any of those experiences. If we don't give ourselves permission to experience all the things, to live our lives, to do what we want to do, to set goals and work towards them in the bodies that we have now, then we are reconfirming the belief that those things aren't possible for us. And that is entirely on us. We are creating that. It is not true. It is not categorically true that fat people can't do X, Y, Z, it is categorically true that we are denying ourselves the opportunity to do those things because of the thoughts we have about being fat. And so while I obviously want you to change your thoughts about being fat, I also think it's really important that you start to build up um, proof and evidence that it's possible to do the things that you think aren't possible for fat people right now. And when you start doing those, it loosens up this belief that your weight is an all, like all defining um, part of what is possible for you and what your life is gonna look like. So, <laughs> and I'm gonna make a promise to you that uh, now that travel restrictions are le lessening, um, that I'm going to go on holiday and uh, I'm not going to make myself lose weight for it. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so um, I just think this is really important and um, I hope that this has kind of rung true for you. Um, and as always, if you want to like reach out and talk to me about this, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Hannah Mia Coaching uh, and I will talk to you very soon. Bye.